Agents Podcast. This episode of the Lab Goat Agents Podcast is brought to you by RedX, the complete real estate prospecting solution. RedX offers high quality lead data on expireds, for sale by owners, vacant rental property owners, pre foreclosures, and geo leads, the number one data source for neighborhood prospecting. You can also filter, organize, and call your leads inside Vortex, the all in one lead management platform, free with any lead subscription. With RedX, you get more than just phone numbers. You get all the tools you need to connect with more homeowners who are actively looking to sell. RedX is offering our listeners $150 off. Just go to redx.bz forward slash LCA. That's R E D X dot B Z forward slash LCA to sign up for RedX today. Lab Coat Nation, welcome back to another episode of the Lab Coat Agents podcast. And uh, I'm not going to lie to you, I am really excited for this conversation today because we are going to be talking about how you can use TikTok to grow your business. And you all know me, you know I love TikTok, but this guy, we've had him on before. Tristan and I interviewed Josh Moore on the uh, Social Genius, one of our live events that we did that was virtual this earlier this past year. And uh, he's actually got some really great results that he wants to share with some people that actually have signed up with him. Uh, but he is going to share with you all today uh, some of the things. We're going to talk, A, TikTok, real estate, how it relates, how you could be using it. But we're also going to talk about you know, what you're doing wrong. So many real estate agents are doing it all wrong, and yeah. you're actually attracting other real estate agents, which isn't the point, right? And so we're going to go deep on this today, but I'm excited to have you, Josh. You are the ginger marketer. You've clearly carved out a niche around TikTok and helping real estate agents, and I'm excited to talk to you today. Welcome to the show. Welcome. Thanks. I mean, as you said there, we've, we've been here to a similar situation before and yeah, it was an awesome opportunity and I'm glad to kind of be back again, speaking to, you know, all the agents, brokers, realtors that are here and just, again, just really sharing that knowledge about TikTok. And as you said, those mistakes that people are making, because I see so many of them doing and they join TikTok with this, okay, I need to do it this way based on what others are doing. And it's that rabbit hole they get trapped. So if anything, my goal today is to pull everyone out of that rabbit hole and uh, make sure, okay, who's that focus? Who's that audience you're really trying to speak to on TikTok? You know, we're not trying to, we're not trying to get buyers and sellers who are also other agents, buyers and sellers who are kind of like normal people, right? So yeah, cheers for having me. Yeah, I can't wait to get started. And Absolutely, yeah, this, this man. Well, like thank, well, thank you. Thank you for being here. And let's get let's start with just a little bit about who you are. Obviously, I think they can hear a little accent. Uh, yeah. So tell us about who you are, where you're from, and kind of what led you to where you are today in business. Yeah, yeah. So as you probably hear from the accent, it's not a native US or Canadian accent. It's for UK. So I'm actually kind of based in the UK, but I do predominantly focus within the US market. We do have a slightly different setup here when it comes to real estate, US versus the UK. So for myself, there's a much bigger opportunity, especially for kind of like uh, agents and brokers that are using TikTok as well. But brief background, of, I guess, because we're talking TikTok, right? I'll go through my TikTok story. So way before that, I've been in marketing, social marketing and branding, working with different startups in and around kind of like the digital space within London. But that kind of like led into like lockdown right everyone was known as okay lockdown happens so i thought well let me join this new app that all these kids are talking about you know and they're hearing it on the streets and you're on the facebook so i joined it and yeah when i first started honestly i wasn't in real estate i was more kind of like a doing a one size fits all so it is i was actually learning how to use the app like how to go live how to add text and i was just sharing that on my platform so again because when you're new to anything right you just need someone to hold your hand and tiktok hadn't really realized that they didn't really have any training like they do now so i got kind of involved with that and we went through this whole process and i was kind of working a nine to five at the time about fast forward about seven months people were reaching out to me i'd gain like hundred thousand followers in three months so i was like okay cool well keep getting that up as well and then i was like well people are reaching out for coaching and there's me working my sales job nine till six monday to friday taking these kind of coaching calls up until midnight 1 a.m 2 a.m i was just like i can't do this you know in the space of a week i was making as much money as i made in three months in my sales job just from this tiktok coach and so i quit i was like hey this is in it so you know we launched um we launched the business 
but like and end of kind of like 2020 last year we kind of like break six figures within like the first four or five months and that's just from just pure tiktok coaching and then that's just kind of brought us now and over that time what's really happened is that i noticed more and more that a lot of agents were reaching out to me and saying hey josh i see your tiktoks you've really been helping me so i was like okay well where's this they say the riches are in the niches right where's this kind of like going and so i was thinking well nine out of ten people calling me a real estate so why don't i just go all in on this real estate and we've been kind of like all in about like eight months working with real estate we i mean personally i've kind of coached one-on-one over 150 agents uh really kind of help them use tiktok and in that time they've got tens of millions of views hundreds of thousands of followers thousands of qualified leads i haven't done a like a counter on the actual kind of business close through tiktok but if i was to put a good guess out there from that 150 we'd be easily going to be thinking anywhere between 50 to 100 million close just from kind of like tiktok leads and kind of tiktok videos as well so yeah a bit of a story about myself but it's just yeah, it's just an, it's an incredible opportunity here. And I just really want to kind of like, especially my goal today is just, again, to show agents, if you're not on TikTok, get on TikTok. And if you're on TikTok, remind them like this, there's good ways and right ways you should be doing it. Okay, so that's what I really want to talk about today, the right ways and the ways not to be doing it as well, because you're doing yourself a disservice if you're focusing on the wrong things. And, you know, you're probably leaving a lot of money on the table as well, which isn't the best thing to do. I love it. I love it. And so let me let me backtrack. First of all, where who are you on TikTok? So somebody who might yeah. be listening to this and say, I'm going to I'm going to look him up while I'm listening. Yeah. Where do they find you on TikTok? So you go ahead and you type in the ginger mark. So ginger marketer, there's no the it's just ginger marketer. So this is a it's kind of like an identity that I've kind of crafted around myself. I didn't actually start off with that. I actually started off as life of Josh. I think someone else has taken that name now, but I just really crafted that identity. So it's called ginger marketer. You'll see me. There's a short video, five second video. Where I've got my kind of like signature hair flick. So you'll see that on my profile page as well. Yeah, so for anyone joining in, take some time, scroll through the videos. There's lots of kind of like um, content ideas on how to create videos, what type of real estate videos, how to create it without showing your face. And so not a lot of agents are nervous, scared to be on video, how to get more clients, what ways you need to be speaking to build that audience as well. So, yeah, Ginger Marketer. I love it. I love it. And, and then let me segue into what you just mentioned, which is, you know, in fact, I just saw a video yesterday from somebody who just joined TikTok. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's a guy in my market and it was very awkward. And it was one of those where he's just kind of like holding the button saying, all right, what am I supposed to do here? Am I supposed to dance? Am I supposed to sing? What am I supposed to do? I think people are really confused about, they're overthinking this. This isn't that hard, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and it's it really evolved into what it is today, which is a lot of edutainment, a lot of education, mm-hmm. a, lot of, a lot of a lot of things. So let's talk about that. Like somebody who says, who has this closed mind of what TikTok is, which is mm. maybe teenage girls dancing. I don't know what they think. That's what they thought two years ago, but that's not what it is today. Mm. Well, how, how would you describe the app? I mean, how would you describe this? Somebody just getting into the app. So it's, it's, it's kind of like, it's like a community. It's a, it, it's something that's developed into an addiction in a good way. I think the average person spends about an hour over about nine, 19.2 hours on TikTok per week, but it's a platform where you're able to kind of have creative freedom, unlike any other channel. And you can really, and one thing you kind of mentioned there, Jeff, it's like a lot of people do overthink this in terms of like, okay, I have to have, this is a common thing I see as well. And it's a big mistake that a lot of agents, brokers make when they're even thinking about getting started on TikTok. I need to hire a video marketing team. You'll hear it all the time because that's what you do for YouTube. That's what you may do for kind of your, you know, you get people in to do your like listings and, you know, those videos, but you don't need that on TikTok. That's almost actually against what TikTok is about because TikTok is, it's rawness, it's realness, it's getting people to see that inner real you. So it almost feels like it's a, it kind of taps into like the parasocial of like how we kind of think about psychology. You feel like you know someone without knowing them. You know, like we're having this kind of conversation here. I feel like, hey, like I've never met you, but I feel we're getting that kind of good, building that good friendship. And on TikTok is a great way to almost feel that you're, you know, that friendly neighborhood real estate agent. You're that just that person that's going out into the community as well. So TikTok is not about the dancing anymore. It's evolved into a lot more. So you get the, you've got doctors now. You've got these brands that are really kind of taken over and come into TikTok and what they're relying on 
compared to like your ads on Instagram, your ads on your ads on kind of Facebook, your highly edited YouTube TV commercials, they're using a lot more of like user generated content. They're hiring other creators to be the face of their brands. So it's kind of more, it's, it's kind of more of an educational platform. I think one really there's so much investment of um, TikTok, even kind of pushing educational platforms as well. It's entertainment. It's funny. It's like hard on this, but it's just real. It's just a real platform where it's no frills. You know, you don't want to be coming with your fancy lighting, with your fancy edits. You might have a bit of text on there, but if you make a spelling mistake, if you say something, there's been plenty of times go and check my videos. I've got stains down my shirt from eating a burger at lunch. You know, but I actually do that. I do that because it's real, right? We make mistakes. I've already kind of probably made some mistakes here and things that I'm doing. And it's just really something that you can build. It's just, it, it's an app that's built on connections. It's a built on being yourself and it's being real. And that's what's going to be authentic. And that's where we can really kind of make that bridge between who people like think you are and like how you're polished on these other channels versus, no, this is how this person wakes up. This is how they, oh, they've got a dog. They go and walk for the dog. Oh, they listen to this podcast. Oh, they go and visit this bar, you know, and oh, they, they kind of got a nervous little bit of a neck twitch when they decide to, then they kind of decide to say something. And it's that kind of accepting that a lot of people need to get through because that's what makes them human. It's human, right? This is a human app. It's built on social. It's built on community. It's built on realness as well. So yeah, if I was to describe it to someone, I'd just be like, it's a, it's an, it's an experience that you've never experienced before, but it's a real experience as well, where you can learn, you can laugh and you can make friends and you can make new connections. You can build a community like this. You can post and you can get hundred thousand followers. I was speaking to a, not actually in the real estate niche, a fitness coach previously the other day. And she said, oh, I put a post out 4.3 million views within 36 hours. It gave me 102,000 followers. She's got brands reaching out to her, wanting to work with her as well. And all she did was she was just, being real, talking to the camera about her struggles as a fitness coach in today's industry, a, a, a growth, like how she's struggling with anorexia, bulimia and stuff. And that really connected and that brought home a lot of feelings and emotions from other people as well. So it's that kind of possibility that it can kind of bring to real estate, to agents, to, to kind of really feeling that you're part of that community as well. Bit of a long-winded answer, but, um, you know, hopefully from there, there's kind of like some different nuggets. Right. It's, it's so much more than what we what we think it is, that we think it's a dance up, we think it's a kiss. Trust me, go on TikTok, scroll for 30 minutes. You'll be surprised if you don't see a single dance. You'll be surprised if you don't see a single kid on there as well. I can probably, I'll probably hedge yeah. a bet, $10 yeah. that you won't see that. I agree. I agree. And the reality is, is the, the app has changed the way everyone markets. I mean, you, you watched the Super Bowl this past year and the commercials were TikTok-ish, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, everything has changed. But, but let me ask you this. You mentioned, you know, stain on shirt. And, you know, the, the thing that most, we'll, we'll just call it out as real estate agents, mm -hmm. right? And, and really anybody, any human, uh, they have paralysis about a lack of perfection. And it's why they'll shoot a video or it'll take them two hours to shoot a video that's 15 seconds. And they'll mm -hmm. never post it because they have this paralysis about the perfection. But what you're just describing is that like TikTok has changed the way we're allowed to market. You can be uh -huh. imperfect. In fact, imperfection might even be to your advantage. Let's continue to talk about that psychology because I think that's important for people to grasp and embrace. 100%. And I'm going to use a real life example here of one of my videos where I probably like more so a few of my videos, but what the main one that sticks out to me is it was a tutorial when I said, here's a, it was adding stickers to TikTok, right? And instead of stickers to TikTok, I said, tickers to TikTok. Now you could say, yes, did I understand that I did it intentionally? I'm going to on record say that I did. Most people don't know that, but what it led to was an influx of comments. People corrected me. So when we really think about like how and why people comment, there's a few reasons why people comment. So the first off is they want to kind of add value. They want to add to the conversation. But most of the time they want to kind of, they want to achieve that higher ground. Like, oh, you did that wrong. You said that wrong. You looked that wrong as well. That's not necessarily a personal thing, but it's a way that some people can say things, spelling mistakes are a real big one as well. Or the way that you, um, the way that you hold something or the way that you say something could be a twang. So those little, I call them Easter eggs can be thrown into the mix as well to really kind of like help you stand out to kind of spark those kind of like conversations as well. So 
yeah, there's a lot of psychology that goes into kind of creating TikTok, especially like the emotions and how I we when we when I work with a lot of my um a lot of my kind of like real estate students, we really focus our content into four core emotions that unlock virality. So those four core emotions, well, they are are uh, the first one is uh, love. So really what kind of people lot makes them feel good. So again, you can start thinking about what brings up happiness, joy amongst my audience, anxiety with the processes, the things that happen in love, anxiety, anger. So these can come down to the, we think about the emotional wheel. It's like anger, it's frustration, it's jealousy, you know, missing out on that other type of home as well. But then also it's curiosity, which is a very big one on TikTok. When we think about how, when you break down content, it's split into three pillars. You've got entertainment, you've kind of got education, you've got information as well. So education and information can be tied into one it's almost about two thirds of the content. So that curiosity is a real big one because now when people are using Google, they're using YouTube, which is the second biggest search engine in the world, they're also translating across to TikTok. So they want to use it as that kind of educational platform to start learning. They're curious. They want to discover, you know, the discover page, the for you page, the algorithm is going to lay out content where it's easily discoverable for yourself as well. So yeah, there's a lot of kind of like things that go into kind of creating content and it's, on a base level, we don't want to feel that we're kind of like um, confusing people with this because you can lead to overthinking it. But honestly, it comes back to who cares? Honestly, who cares? If you've got, if your hair's not right, if you've got a stain on your T-shirt, how is that going to affect their life? And how are you going to let that affect yours? There's 86,000 seconds in a day. Next time you walk down the street and someone says, oi, ginger or whatever, am I going to let that ruin the other 86,000? Or am I going to continue to do what I want to do because I'm chasing that goal, I'm chasing that dream as well? And it's when we let other people's thoughts and opinions override our desires and our goals to want to achieve things, that's when we get that analysis paralysis. So it's going in, I do not care what other people think of me right now. I'm doing, I'm on this path. I'm doing this for me. I'm doing this for who I want. Because the people that want to appreciate it, the people you're going after, they're not going to say those things. It's those other people that you're not even interested in, that you're worried and you're caring about so much. So again, it's bringing about no one cares. I say this to my students, they really get really annoyed about me and often cry. Uh, they don't cry. That's just a joke. No one cares about you. No one cares about you, Okay. Once we really get through that and we push through that, it's like, okay, so I can just be myself. I can talk freely. And yes, you can. Because most of the time people aren't looking, they're listening to what you're saying. They're not looking at what you're doing or how your hair is because they don't know if that's the real, they don't know if that's the right way or the wrong way because they've never seen you before. They don't know if your hair is supposed to be like in a big mohawk sticking up in a belt or it's not supposed to be like that. It's only you that knows that. And you're picking out your insecurities that to other people is their normality. So that's something to always think about when we're posting, we get that analysis paralysis as well. I love it. Uh, so, you know, we, we, so th that's one component to this, but now mm -hmm. let's, let's fast forward to the component of, all right, what should I be talking about? We talk about content mm -hmm. pillars all the time and how, you know, you really should put some effort into establishing and defining who you are and who you want to be. So talk about that. Like, like how mm -hmm. can somebody start, you know, kind of conceive their brand? So the goal, right? The goal for many real estate people is that go to, I want to become the go-to real, I want to go the go-to for real estate in my area, in my market. I also want to become that local expert. So it's unpacking that and it's reverse engineering. How do you become that go-to real estate and how do you become that local expert? So let's kind of just break down the go-to for real estate and we'll start with that. We'll unpack that. So become that go-to, what do they, what are people coming for you for? They're coming for you for your questions, they're coming for answers, they're coming for information, they're coming for updates, they're coming for knowledge, right? So what you need to do here is you need to demonstrate all of your real estate. So this is split into another two topics. You've got general, wider real estate, what's going on in the market, what are interests, what's the housing bubble looking? You've got your local. Okay, well, what are houses selling for? What's my market updates? What are neighborhoods looking like as well? And what are the recent things that are kind of selling? So that's one bucket to be that real estate, go-to real estate expert, uh, that go-to realtor. So on the flip side of that, you've got almost your, you're kind of like, okay, well, how do I attract that local crowd? How, I, how do I position myself as that local expert? So here it's basically demonstrating your knowledge and your expertise of everything around the local area so you can get so granular with this and it's more kind of lifestyle okay what kind of lifestyle do people lead 
was like good example thing best things to do it's history it's facts it's best dinner places it's guess but going for date nights it's day trips that you can get out of it get out of the town as well so it's everything and anything that you can do in or around your city and going back all through time so there's those two buckets that you should be focused on what we don't want to be focusing on and we talked when you just started here jeff we're talking about the mistakes is people don't care about buying buyers falling through things that sellers said things that buyers through you can spin it and you can use it to your advantage of testimonial stories of how you've helped other people but last thing you want to be bit i'm not going to say the word actually because we're here but last thing you want to be saying is like moaning about oh my buyer did that or when the buyers do this because that almost puts you in a negative light okay so you're on tiktok and you're just basically saying that you don't like working with buyers you don't like working with sellers because they do all of these bad things which makes your life oh so hard so it's getting away from that because that just attracts agents because they can relate. They can't relate to, you know, what a contract is or what kind of when a buyer does something. So it's those two buckets we need to be focused on. So the first of is kind of that real estate, going back into local real estate and the wider real estate. But also the second one is that local expert. And it's just going really deep into your local area, all the history, the knowledge, the things to do, because people are always going to come back. Quick wit, quick one here. It's Friday, right? What are you going to do on the weekends? What are you doing this weekend? What's going on in your town this weekend? You probably don't even know, right? You're probably like, okay, well, I've got to go and buy a newspaper. I've got to go to a Facebook page. How about I go to my favorite real estate agent? How about I go and, I go and uh, check out, um, you know, Rosie from uh, Rosie the Oklahoma Realtor? And she's got, oh, hey, here's some great things to do this weekend for the family. Great. There's, an, there's a new circus coming to town. These, this is almost at the cinemas. There's the new kind of like, uh, this is the perfect date night because there's this new bar that's just open with the great sunset views. This cocktail, we're doing a happy hour, two for one. Uh, awesome. So I'm always going to go back and you're going to be front of mind because it's that, it's that kind of, you're giving them a reason to keep coming back. You're creating seasonal content. But they always, they've always got that need. That need is always there. Like people are always going to need to buy homes. They're always going to need to know what's going on the weekend. They're always going to need to know what's the best restaurant. It's that, so that's how we need to position this. We don't need to start positioning it as real estate speaking to real estate. We're speaking to buyers. We're speaking to locals. We're speak, speaking to sellers. We're speaking to people that are in and around the town as well. Gary Vee says it best. You need to change the way you think to be selfless versus selfish, right? Mm -hmm. Create content. Most real estate agents create content, whether they realize it or not, for themselves, mm -hmm. right? Like it's going to feed their pocket. It's not, but, you, but if you change the way you think to say, what is value to my audience? What mm -hmm. is going to make them want more? And I think a lot of people struggle to grasp that concept. What, what would you say to that, just that mindset? Um, it's a common trap that we, we fall into, especially with TikTok, and it comes down to a lot of the vanity, right? Is vanity, and we get this across the social media, I have to have you know, I have to get 10,000 followers so I can get business. I have to I have to reach this certain figure, this certain milestone to be able to achieve, achieve the financial or the business dreams. And it's very selfish because what you're doing is you're chasing your own, your own worth, your things that come into yourself rather than do I care that if I've got 100,000 followers who don't really care about what I'm trying to sell versus if I've got 10 people, I'd much rather have 10 followers who are motivated buyers or sellers than 100,000 people who just are following me because I'm putting out mum content or kind of like doing entertainment content. You still get some. I'm not saying that you won't at that 100,000, but you're more likely to build those deeper, closer relationships with those 10. So it's going with a mindset of like, again, as you bring up a good point, and this always is a question where you kind of put in a post out, what's the goal? Is the goal that I want to get more followers or is the goal that I want to inform a buyer on the, um, the decision-making process or how to find the best home as well? So every post you should push out should have a purpose. And that purpose should be to bring value, to bring value. But who is it bringing value? You speak into a certain type of person as well. And once you really go through that, because a lot of people rush into the content creation process when they're thinking about themselves, it's going to give you a lot more structure on how you can create content that's going to provide that purpose, that's going to provide that value to others, not for your own personal vanity metrics and your own, what's the word, you kind of like your, your own ego, right? It's leaving ego at the door because eventually egos 
not going to pay the bills. You're not going to make money from an ego. You're going to make money from giving value and not gatekeeping your content for people that actually decide to get on a call that actually, you know, those things that you don't know about. So it's just, it's, it's just sharing everything, everything that, you know, anything that, you know, because there's always going to be people that want more. And they're always going to think that there's going to be more to get, which when they think there's more, they're going to get on a call. They're going to, you know, try and call you up. They're going to schedule an appointment. They're going to schedule in you to come and, you know, discuss how much their house is worth or get you on a call to go and show them some properties as well. So it's, again, it's like leaving ego at the door and really kind of find out that purpose on every single post as well. What do you say to the pundits that say, you know, real estate, content is massively diluted and so why am i going why is my content going to necessarily garner interest from the average consumer the average tiktok consumer not Mm -hmm. buyer or seller just average consumer uh over any other realtor that is out there doing the same thing which is honestly over vomiting our industry okay well i'll say give me an example of someone who's doing that idea load up your phone and just give me an example right now you know just find me five examples straight away because chances are you're going to have a bit of a hard time and it's a this is a good it's a really great question you ask because it's something that one of my um students actually asked me last week it's like i was like okay why are you not doing these kind of common questions for buyers and sellers ah oh, everyone else is doing it okay show me everyone else so they're filling on her phone like oh um okay good, good load up before you page and show me all of these videos you keep seeing we couldn't and she couldn't that's like because you think that everyone is doing this but when you think that there's like billions of people on this app we forget so quickly we forget so quickly and it's those people that are interested they're going to want to come back again because yes they may have seen it but we can't we it, it takes our memory it takes our brain we've got to see it multiple times for even us to start thinking about it this is why i always say especially with real estate you've got to be increasing your personal touch points one post a week is not going to cut it two posts a week is not going to cut it you need to be posting three times a day and that does sound daunting it does sound overwhelming but okay was it going to be overwhelming or daunting if i tell you that if you do post 21 times a week you're going to get five times more business or 20 times more business and posting one time a day but it's that kind of thing yes it can be diluted but Again, it kind of links back. There's they're not doing it your way. We often, a lot of people will kind of, they're like, well, I've never been on video. I don't know how to create content. I've never done this. Have you ever tried? How do you know you're not good on video if you've never done it? You could be this best person that's coming with these brand new ideas that is unlike anything anyone has ever seen. So it's having that own trust in your creative process that if, again, you're real, you're going to stand out. You're going to be remembered. So it's not going to be that kind of part of like, well, everyone else is doing it. Because there's always been everyone else doing it. It's always, that's always going to be happening. There's going to be more people doing it in the future. But that shouldn't stop you from doing it as well because you're doing it your way. And there's no one else in the world can do it your way. And that's what might strike a chord with someone. You know, if you're wacky, if you put on a funny voice, you put on a character outfit, people are going to remember you for that. It might sound a bit wacky, but at the same time, it's TikTok. You get away with that. It's not like, oh, okay, well, that's not very professional. That I don't want to work with that person. Okay, how about you work with, uh, how about you attract parents that love, they always dress up for their kids and they're always taking them out and all this kind of stuff. And that just really resonates with that audience right there. Okay, well, that's made you remember. That's what you stood out. You're not doing the boring way that other, all these other people, they're just standing, talking heads, speaking in front of the camera. So it's that opportunity where you can be real and it's not taking yourself too seriously. Because when you start taking yourself too seriously, you tense up. And then you, you're not real. You're this script. You're this robot that's speaking. That's not going to connect with people. So be yourself. Be wacky. Be entertaining. If you do like a, a weird kind of switch or something at the start of the video, do it. It's not going to hurt you. But I think it's kind of, again, it's yeah, that kind yeah. of like, well... There's always other people out there doing what you do. You probably just don't know about it yet, but you don't think about that. It's only when you actually start seeing it, it's going to get that you start thinking about it a bit more. So it's just doing it. It's just kind of doing it and doing it your way. I love that answer. I love that answer. That's uh, I think that's going to be, that's going to resonate with a lot of people, but it also segues over to the conversation about realtors are creating content that is marketing to other realtors and that's part of the mistake they're making and don't even realize it mm-hmm. uh, so talk about that because i know i could articulate this in a different mm-hmm. way but i want to hear what you have to say about that yeah well it's kind of again it comes back to who you 
who's your audience, right? Yes, you can you could put out you could put out a bid and you could say, well, you know, this is resonating with other agents. I'm building up my network and building up my referral network as well. But at the end of the day, you're also thinking, well, how many agents are on TikTok? How many of those generally are actually got those referrals? How many, you know, how many referrals do they get and want to kind of pass it to you? You're you're automatically, let's say hypothetically you've got a, a a group a pool of agents and then you've got say one person on average gets like you know one referral and they pass it to yourself but they've actually got two three people within your referral network from your market as well they always going to go to you versus if you're kind of creating your own content that's attracting your buyers that's attracting your sellers you've got a higher proportion of actually speaking to those people they get to know you you're building that know like and trust with them as well and you're going to get more money from doing it that way rather than relying on other agents and other referrals because they're not buying homes. They're not selling homes. They're not your, they're not your audience. You don't go on the phone and start calling other agents and say, Hey, look, um, cool. I just wanted to just kind of have a quick conversation with you. See if you've got any referrals. You're not doing, you're not going knocking on all the other real estate agents doors. Just, Oh, just wanted, do you have a referral for me? Like you're just building. No, you're going, you go and knock on neighborhood. You go, you're calling up, you know, people that are living in around your neighborhood as well. So it's not different that those traditional outbound methods, they're not different to TikTok. They're not different to social media as well. And you may even look at well on Instagram, I don't put a buyer of uh, like a uh, seller kind of focused uh, content that's speaking to other agents on Facebook. I list, I put all my listings up. I put my real estate tips up as well. So I don't know. Then a lot of people, they get confused. They overthink TikTok. Because again, what's coming into it is they're probably looking at other accounts. First thing we do when we get confused, when we feel lost, we go and look at other realtors. What are our friends doing? What are other people from like, you know, Century 21, like Keller Williams? What are they all posting? Cool. And then that plants that seed. Okay, so this is how I should be doing it as well. This is what I need to be doing because I need to be like them because they've grown that. They've grown that as well. So what we want to do is we want to just think, no, actually don't start doing that. Because what they're doing isn't getting them business. And I can always guarantee, almost guarantee, yes, they may have lots of followers, but you go look for the followers of all other kind of real estate agents. They're just going for the last, right? To break them day up when they're breaking their cold calls as well. So it's coming back to like, who is it you're really trying to speak to? Is it local people? Is it buyers? Is it sellers? And really honing in and creating content that's going to give value to them bring value to their lives and bring value to the things that they're looking to do that they're, they're wanting to learn. They're looking to discover, you know, a lot of the time buyers don't know a lot of these things about the buying process. Sellers don't know that they want that they can sell their home and make a lot of money right now. So go through their neighborhood, record houses and say that would, that could be valued at this amount. That's how sold for this amount the other week as well. It's kind of planting that seed. Like, oh, Jeff's just sold his house down the road for 30, you know, 30,000 over asking. I wonder what mine, I've got a better garden than Jeff. I've got like a better conversion. Maybe I'll go and start selling. Maybe I'll get a, this real estate agent that I saw on TikTok to come and give me a valuation of my property. You got your foot in the door. You got your foot in the door there. So it's really just, yeah, coming back, who is it you're trying to speak to? That's the kind of question. That's what you need to be answered. And that's what you need to ask yourself before you hit that post button every single time. So, and you mentioned Facebook and what mm -hmm. agents are posting to Facebook. When, when you're, you know, so again, most real estate agents, most humans don't mm -hmm. have a deep understanding of social media other than, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it's, it's a place to connect with family in another state or, or, or mm -hmm. uh, it's politics, it's drama, it's nonsense, right? But how would you identify, because I think this is important because most real estate agents, probably every single one of them is on Facebook. Yeah. Not every one of them is on TikTok. And so when you're comparing the different platforms, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, you know, what would you say is, is, is there a lot of similarities or would you say TikTok is very different and they should treat it that way? Like, how, how would you explain that? There's similarities in the sense that you still have your network. You still want to be managing. You still can still be connecting with people as well. But there's the, the algorithms work in a completely different way. Whereas now when we think about the transition with Facebook, their algorithm is geared a lot more towards who the pays who pays the most wins. You know, when you're thinking about ads even specifically as well. Now on the TikTok algorithm, you've got the opportunity to reach a lot more people that aren't in your sphere of influence that may be on your Facebook. It's the biggest organic platform in the world. So from one post could get you 100,000 views. 
it could get you 10,000 leads. Is one post on Facebook going to do that? Chances are not. For the average agent, they'll get one to two likes, a couple of comments on every post as well. Because really, it's just getting pushed out to their sphere of influence. It's not really getting pushed out. So unless they're making it public, but again, why are people searching for them on Facebook versus there's no there's lack of that discoverability that really happens unless you're paying for it on Facebook versus on TikTok, you know, you've got realistically we could do a test i could probably go from start to finish record edit post a tiktok video in five minutes that's going to probably from my account right now would get me to like maybe a thousand to five thousand people that's thousand five thousand people there's no way that that could be possible on most of like the facebook accounts as well i encourage the people the agents that I work with to repurpose their tiktoks on facebook on instagram on pinterest on youtube shorts on linkedin if you focus a bit more like the b2b side of things so there's still lots of opportunity but there's a big it's organic that's the thing there's that is that kind of disparity where you tiktok you've got the ability for your posts to be pushed out for up to 90 days so 90 days that video circulating on the for you page all the people that come because the algorithm wants you to win it wants you to get the views. It wants you to get the followers. It wants you to get the engagement. Whereas on your Instagrams and your Facebook, it's almost like a one and done. Okay, it didn't do well. Let's just put it back into the profile until people come to the profile and take a look at it that way. So there's that kind of powerful message here. And it's, it's an incredible algorithm that just, it wants you to succeed. But what you need to do is give it the fuel and create the content and give it everything that it needs so then actually showing it to the right people who are generally interested in that content as well. Yeah, that, that's, that's important what you just said, which is you are essentially training the algorithm on what you want to be known for and who they should show your content to. So, and I've made this mistake, Josh, because I'm, I'm all over the place. Granted, I'm testing things, but yeah. it's also a detriment to me because the algorithms are probably confused with who the hell I am because I got this here and that, that there and this there and this there. Whereas you really need to dial into what would you say, you know, one or two or three very distinct content pillars. Yeah. So you've got, um, when you think about content pillars, I think it links back, you've got, you're more kind of like community, your lifestyle, your local content, showing your knowledge, showing the expertise, you've got your real estate. So you, again, you're giving tips on kind of like your real estate tips. Uh, I'd even kind of like, you, you've got your personal, but your personal can even be broken down into two where you've got, um, you know, one, one side of this is your kind of personal things. Obviously, if you're like a family, you go on day trips, that's great to kind of be sharing as well. But also the flip side of that, you know, you're a person outside of being an agent versus being an agent. And it's not the fact that it's not going to have to be all business because relationships are often built on, okay, how do we feel personally connected with someone? So you can tie down, you've got your community lifestyle, your local content is going to make you seen as a local expert. You've got your kind of real estate tips, advice is going to make you seen as that go-to realtor for all of my real estate realtor questions. And then you've got your personal content and that's kind of how do you break down your life? Not only is those things that you do as an agent, i.e. you do showing off all your listings, every single listing, your buyer stories, your seller stories, you're setting up your open houses, um, you know, ways your story about why you got started in real estate, uh, celebrating all your wins when you're helping all these people close, talking about all these wins as well. Then you also, you've got your kind of more personal side of content, i.e. what do you do outside of the nine to five? You know, and you go, how do you hang out with friends? And what walks do you go for as well? Do you go and meet all your friends or do different things outside? What are your hobbies? Because that's all different ways that we can still bring people into our world, but it's not all about like business, 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 but that acts as the kind of like solid foundation where they will know, okay, this guy is, this girl, this guy is real estate. Okay, but I've come in through a different avenue. But then if I'm thinking real estate, you know, whether it's they're moving there, they've got friends that live there, they still know that that's a realtor. And I think a lot of people will go personal, 100% personal. And it's like, okay, well, you know, you're not really kind of showing you're a realtor right now, giving that reason and building that trust by giving that knowledge around real estate. Because it's that kind of like, they'll get to know you, they'll get to like you, but then they don't really trust you because you're not talking about real estate. They don't trust you because if they're going to go and buy the biggest purchase of their lives, you haven't built that trust by giving them the value and the education and the information about real estate. So that's why it's important that we marry those three pillars up to have that kind of holistic approach. 
And again, it's completely fine to test. I encourage everyone to test, right? You know, when you're just starting out, it is testing. Our goal is to fail fast and fail hard. This is why I say you're not going to fail as quick if you're posting one time a week because you're posting 10 times a day. You know, there's that big difference, not only from a personal aspect, how you're learning the app, what you, what you need to be doing wrong, your gaps, your pauses, the things that you say, your video styles that you choose to use, the topics that you choose to use. And a lot of real estate agents will go into this thinking it's going to still be the same in the next year, two years, three years. What they don't realize is that this is such an untapped organic platform right now that a lot of real estate agents are scared of. So if you can get through that, and you can just be like, I am who I am. I'm not scared to post. I don't care what I was thinking of me, what I was feeling of me. You're going to be, you're just going to be in the riches because in the next few years, you don't want to be looking back like, oh, I wish I got started, but I was scared to be on video. I wish I did. I wish I, I wish I'd made that money, but I was focusing on creating real estate content for other realtors, not for buyers and sellers as well. And you're going to kick yourself and you're going to be searching for the next way. And the next new thing that comes around and you might still have that same holdbacks and that drawbacks the next time that comes around. Yeah. So I say, this is the biggest opportunity you're going to have in your life to organically reach hundreds and millions, billions. There's 120 million active users in the U S on TikTok right now. Now, if you're going to tell me that the reason you are not tapping into that is because you're scared of being on video and you're scared of making money, Okay, I'm going to be like, just go, just just record yourself. You call your friends, you call your family, you look at yourself in the mirror every day, what's different? Imagine yourself speaking to that one person. That's all you need. One sound is going to change your life, yeah. especially using TikTok. I mean, if you're really, truly scared, you might want to go find another line of work because, you exactly. know. You speak to people every single day. This yeah. is your life. You're in the people business. You're in that service people. You kind of like... If decided, hey, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna show up. I'm gonna put a mask over my face because I'm scared of speaking to a buyer. I'm scared of speaking to one buyer seller. You're not gonna, you're not gonna succeed. You're gonna be out the door in a few years. Yep, yep. So I've got a question that I think I know the answer to, but I, I, uh, I make a statement all the time. People ask me because I speak on social all the time. What's your favorite social platform? Mm. And my answer is TikTok. And the reason my answer is TikTok is because I look at it as the foundation of my social media brand, right? And so, and the reason I say that is because the technology and the, the, the things that you can do to create advanced, better videos than you can in other apps is far, you know, I mean, Reels is trying to catch up, but it's still not mm -hmm. there. And, and so I look at it as the foundation. It's, the play, it's my library of content creation that I can then and you mentioned this repurpose across the other places as long as it belongs. Right. And so I'm assuming that you would agree with the statement that TikTok could and should be the cornerstone of your social media business. I'm going to say this right now. You can almost forget about any other social platform in terms of posting, creating brand new content. You can just, use TikTok and you can still serve and be active on all those other socials just by actually creating a TikTok video. And I'll tell you why. Create one TikTok piece of content. My strategy I say is again, I always ask, where does your audience hang out, right? Because again, if you're if you're doing, you know, if you're doing commercial, if you're doing residential, it's going to be a different outlook. Commercial, you may be looking more of like the business focused social media channels. Take that one video, you can post it on your Instagram reels. You can post it on your Instagram profile. You can post it on your Instagram stories. Go across to Facebook. You can post it on your Facebook stories. You can post it on, you can download the transcripts if you really wanted to and post it as a post with an image of yourself. You can post it on your Facebook reels. Go into your CRM. You can actually introduce this. If you've got a, a, a nurturing sequence, you know, 30, 60, 90, 183, 60 day, whatever your kind of nurturing sequence is with your CRMs where you feed those leads into, okay, well, how about you record your 10 buyer tips or your seller tips and then you put one of those in every single week for that 52 weeks. So you've already created 52 buyer videos that you've posted on TikTok. Now you've got 52 emails that you can easily just go like that. Buyer tips, seller tips, market updates. Every single week, I'm sending those out. It's a lot more engaging for people because they're used to it. They'd much rather watch a quick video. It's a lot more personal than a quick text, 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 text as well. You go onto YouTube, upload it to YouTube Shorts. Very easy, quickly create a YouTube account. You don't have to go and hire and do the 20, 30, 40 hours a week editing and posting one time a week. Just kind of put all the shorts out there. You know, if you really wanted to, you can go a bit old, you know, Twitter, Snapchat, mm -hmm. Pinterest. Pinterest is a massive demographic. Over 85% of women use Pinterest. 
Now, we think about who's the decision maker in the home buying process. Again, mainly women. If we actually kind of really kind of think about it, okay, well, why don't I start posting my content on an app that is dominated by women? Spark their interest, things to do. Go and type in things to do in your local market on Pinterest is a great way to capture ideas. So even here, why are we creating content on other, tic- other platforms where you can just do it through TikTok? So then agents will say, I don't have time to create content. You have time to create one TikTok video, which could take 10 minutes. You know, if you haven't got a VA, you know, you can just do it yourself. Go onto a, uh, use snap, a snap tick, you can remove the watermark and you can cut it up. You can put it on so many platforms. It probably takes 10 minutes to share on all these. So again, probably like 20 minutes and you've posted on all your socials. You've increased that presence. You've brought yourself front of mind as well. So that's a lot different because you can't post a Facebook post and put it on your TikTok. You can't put a Facebook post and put it on your Instagram. You can't put a Facebook post and put it into your into your YouTube as well. So it's taken that. that. It's taken that. I love that. I love that. That's the phenomenal feedback. And as we're as we're winding down on time, I want to make sure that uh, we do two things. Number one, you know, somebody's listening to this. You've inspired them. They want to get started. Yeah. Where, where should they get? They, they don't, they've been on TikTok, but they're one of those millions of accounts. And I, I'm not probably exaggerating slightly, but hundreds of thousands that have mm-hmm. an account and they've never posted a video. So where should they get started? And then the second question is how in the hell can they connect with you besides going to follow you on TikTok? Uh, but start with the first one first. Yeah. So where can they get started? Well, again, I'm probably a bit of a self promo, but I think we'll do. Two, I'll split this into two. First, where they can get started is again just download the app and just do it. That's where the easiest way to get started is to just do it right. Instead of reading up about it, you know, you can read you can read all these tons of books, how to you know do all these different things and go on YouTube, Google, etc. But you just got to get do it right. There's nothing that's going to be action. Knowledge, all this, nothing beats action at the end of the day. So you just need to do it. You just need to push through whatever kind of mental barriers that you kind of put in front of yourself. And you just need to just forget about it. And you say, I'm doing this because I want to make money. I'm doing this because I want to be on the number one organic platform in the world. It's been the fastest growing social media app for the last four years running. And that is worldwide. I want to be that person that's taken this advantage. That's the first way that you want to be doing As other, I have like tons of free guides, free videos on how to get started for real estate. Um, go onto my video, go onto all my videos. You'll see ideas just to get you started. I've got downloads, all these plug and play templates that I can easily, I give it away for free. I give all this information away for free. Now, if people do want to connect with me, I've actually kind of got a Facebook group for real estate. So it's a Facebook group. It's actually called TikTok for real estate and it's then attract buyers and sellers. So it's called TikTok for real estate, attract buyers and sellers. Uh, If you wanted the URL, it is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real estate TikTok. So that's the group. So if people go in there, I go live every single week where I give free trainings, free advice on how you can start using TikTok. I will always give access to like growth guys, everything along those lines. It's one of the fastest growing communities for agents and brokers who are looking to learn how to attract buyers and sellers on TikTok. So if you want to connect with me, go in, introduce yourself, drop your TikTok profile. We've got tons of top agents, top producers in there, and we're more than happy to all come together, if not me, my team. We'll give you feedback. We'll really kind of give you that information and that help and that community it's going to get you out of that comfort zone. It's really going to give you that opportunity that you can flourish, that you can grow, that you can really take advantage of TikTok. So again, if you want to reach out to myself, Facebook group is called TikTok for Real Estate, attract buyers and sellers. The URL is facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash real estate TikTok. So all one word. That's how you can reach out to myself. Love it. I love it. Do you, are you still, is that uh, the uh, website, the gingermarketer.com? Is that still relevant? I mean, there's a place. It's not. So that's in. all we've, we've kind of like, um, at the moment we kind of like, that's, we were doing the different projects the previous time that we've, we've kind of spoken as well. So we've kind of like shifted gears a bit. So that's kind of the best way is just at the moment, it's just the Facebook, Facebook group. Just the Facebook group. Uh, that's the easiest way. So I'm in and around that Facebook group daily, um, sometimes a little bit more than I should be. But again, I just want to kind of be making sure that we're answering questions and having all those conversations and helping all the agents and brokers as well. So yeah, Facebook well, we'll, group. And we'll put all of these links in the show notes. So make sure you check that out. 
Josh, this is this has been fantastic. Obviously, I'm glad that we got connected. I think it was uh, Austin who connected yeah. us originally, yeah. uh, who's another amazing, amazing TikToker. And uh, I appreciate this, man. We need to stay in touch. We need to continue to do this stuff. You're doing some amazing things. I think you're you're definitely going to inspire some people today. Last last question. It, it, for anybody who says, uh, I feel like it's too late now. Now it's too late. What would you say to that person? That's a really good question. That's a really good question. What would I say? I wouldn't say. Well, first of all, it's not too late. Let's just, let's yeah, well, just make like, that very I'll be like, clear. It's like, I'll be like, who taught, who's, who, where did you get that information from? Who's telling you this? Yeah. It's probably someone that, like, it, it's never too late. It's probably in their own head. Like, it's in their yeah, own head. That's it. Exactly. If you, like, I'll use an analogy. If you're an eight-year-old that has always wanted to skydive, is it too late? No, it's not. You're still gonna. You can still get up and jump out of a plane. You might have a heart attack when you're doing it, but it's never too late. <laughs> it's never too late. It's never to do. He said, "Is it too late to start making money? Is it too late to start um, harnessing and getting hundreds of thousands of views? Is it too? Is it? Is it too late to then ignore that all your competitors are now using TikTok and you don't want to be? You don't want to start competing? Is is that?" Have you given up? You know, it's kind of like, okay, well, if you haven't given up, just get on it then. Yeah. It's never too late. It's never too late. I love it's it. just the beginning. It's just the beginning. That's what people don't realize. We're still in that early adopter growth stage of TikTok. And yeah, it's, we haven't even, we're, we're years off even kind of like hitting the peak. That's what people don't realize. I agree. I agree. Josh, the ginger marketer, it's ginger marketer. No, the on TikTok. go check him out. Go to his Facebook group. Uh, dude, this has been great. I love it. I believe it's uh, it's four o'clock your time now, which means it is definitely beer 30. So you go, go crack it one is. open, my friend. <laughs> I will do. Cheers, Jeff. I appreciate it. All right, man. Take care, brother. Cheers. Today's podcast is brought to you by Power ISA, the industry experts in real estate ISAs. Get more appointments. Make sure your follow-up gets done on time and you get the most out of your leads. Get a great ISA for real estate on your team and watch the results roll in. Power ISA has served over 1,200 agents in the U.S. and Canada since 2015, and it's the one-stop shop for everything you need to get a great inside sales agent on your team. Whether it's setting appointments with your internet leads or making outbound prospecting calls to help you get more listings, Power ISA can get it done for you. Visit PowerISA.com forward slash LCA to get started. That's PowerISA.com forward slash LCA.